unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. A lot of people didn't like what Jesus heard either, right? A lot of uh, I was going to say that they killed him. <laughs> they for killed it. him yeah, for it, really right? Like it. And so sometimes we'll have those moments with Jesus, like he's, you know, everybody's cheering him on when he's riding in Jerusalem on the donkey. And then seven days later, so many people turn on him. Hey, everyone. We are here today with our friend Jeff Benyon. Um, we're super excited to have him on the show. Um, he is an awesome guy. He is one of the founders of North Star, which is an awesome organization for LGBTQ members of the church. Um, he is a therapist by night mm -hmm. and a, a, a real, real estate, estate guy by day kind yep. of Batman lifestyle right there. Mm, totally. Um, Batman was actually based off of your lifestyle. That's yeah, right. I read that's that. right. I get royalties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, what what else should we know about you? Uh, well, uh, I am a lifelong member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and I have been married for 17 years. Have a we have a 13-year-old son and two Fine. dogs. Dogs, that's okay. Uh, who are dogs. little brothers and sister, <laughs> brother and sister. Dogs. That's so yeah. fun. And I was a return missionary. I, I'm a return. I am a return missionary. Mm -hmm. I don't know that you ever get yeah, away from that. that. Yeah. Nope. Uh, it stuck with you. It stuck with you. I was in Belgium, Brussels, but I served all but one month in northeastern France. So French awesome. speaking. So cool. Uh, mission and uh, yeah, I've I've. Uh, I, I uh, love the church and love the gospel. Well, Great. we're really excited to have you on the show because we we actually asked the, the you know, people watching the fans, right? Like, uh -huh. hey, like who we're, we're going to talk about Jesus, mm. right? Mm -hmm. Who would you guys want mm -hmm. to come on the show? And your your name came up multiple times, just mm. and which which was exciting for us that you would even like, re respond to us, mm -hmm. you know, when we reached out to you and that you were willing to come talk. Um, to share, yeah, like your perspective, right, mm -hmm. on how we can build a relationship, yeah. be better disciples. Mm -hmm. I guess, what do you really want to focus on? Well, uh, as as uh, at this time of year, especially, you know, we think about the Savior and the gifts He's offered us, and. I thought I could talk about a gift I didn't want, right? One of those barbed wire wrapped presents we sometimes <laughs> get, you know, every those. year under the Christmas tree. Yeah, <laughs> Ouch, uh, exactly. Uh, and so I thought back to this experience I had maybe five, six years ago, where uh, I I was I was having this, you know, all this negative publicity that was coming out about me personally, and. Um, what was really frustrating me was it wasn't even true. And, uh, you know, it was affecting uh, all kinds of parts of my life. And was it because of articles you had published or yeah, work you had th done? things I've been involved with around, you know, this very controversial issue around sexuality and religion? Gotcha. You know, uh, I did this reality TV show. <laughs> wow. Called really? My Husband's Not Gay. I didn't pick the name. We wanted to be straight ish. <laughs> but they... straight ish is in because there's shows like that. I know. Yeah. Uh, but we, uh, 
they picked the name to troll the gays and it worked. Uh, <laughs> and so I had 120,000 people sign a petition saying I was uh, bad. Just my existence oh my was bad. Against like bad mean like uh, the, the LGBTQ community was upset or some the, of them. Okay. Yeah, some of them and then the, others. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The fact wow. that I'm married to a woman, uh, mm-hmm. though I you could call me gay or experience same, same sex, sex yeah. attraction, however you conceive of that. And that's, you know, there certainly that doesn't work for everybody. And that's not something I tell everybody they should do. But the mere fact that I did it was. Terrible. It rubs some people Mm -hmm. wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And so because of that, uh, and and some other, you know, things people were saying, then they got distorted and twisted. And so, you know, what what do I do? It just seemed also overwhelming and really upsetting. And and yet I I also kind of just tuned it out. Uh, And I was... I was just kind of numb, you know, going through my life. And uh, I had a dear friend who was on a vacation uh, in Colorado, and he felt the spirit tell him, Jeff needs help. And uh, I didn't know I needed help. I was so numb and just kind of... just kind of like getting through. Yeah, exactly. And he came home and... I'm like, oh my gosh, the Lord knows I need help. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm like, I don't, I'm, I'm just little old me here. You know, I, I'm just, uh, anyway, it was so touching as we spent uh, some time together. Cause my friend, he's just a, a friend, you know, he's like, I don't, I'm not an expert in media relations he's or just, reputation. He's a member of the church, uh-huh, but that's uh, probably yep, his qualification. Yep. He right? doesn't know anything <laughs> okay. about getting a reputation back or restore, you know, or burning people on Twitter, right? Yeah. <laughs> social media, uncanceled yeah. or no, whatever you just, want to say. Uh, yeah. just a dear friend. But, uh, as we spent this time together, I have to, I felt, uh, the savior come into my heart. And that's what my friend said. He said, the savior's trying to reach you, Jeff. And I'm like, well, what, what did I do now? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, but it was, uh, I, I get emotional when I think about this because uh, the Savior said, you know, in my heart, he came into my heart and he said, this is part of coming unto me. And, you know, how many years have I said, and you guys have probably said, oh, I want to be more Christ-like. I need to be more Christ-like. Yeah. And we pray for all opportunities, pray for opportunities to be Christ-like. And what we usually mean by that is we want to be more kind. We want to be more loving. Mm-hmm. And that's that's part of it for sure. But what I didn't appreciate until that moment, you know, you have those moments that take longer to explain than to experience. Being Christ-like also means being despitefully used having friends abandon, betray you, the cross, the garden, going to hell, hopefully for just three days, <laughs> anyway, uh, and then the triumphant uh, rise. So that, that cost of being willing to suffer. And, and so I thought about that, and I read in First uh, Peter here, he talks about this where he says, don't be uh, upset if you're uh, you're despitefully, uh, despitefully yeah. used if if uh, mm-hmm. you're you suffer for doing well 
Savior likewise suffered the just, him being just for the unjust. Uh, and uh, so then I'll just read these two yeah. verses from chapter four here in First Peter. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you. But rejoice inasmuch as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory may be, shall be revealed, ye may be glad with exceeding joy. So it isn't, I was thinking this is wrong, right? This isn't fair. And, and on a certain level, that isn't fair. But uh, it is through the unfair stuff. So if you've had cancer and you didn't smoke five packs of cigarettes a day, if you've a parent and you've tried to raise your children in the gospel and they still wander, if you have people gossip about you unfairly, if things happen that aren't right, what I was being invited into in that moment was instead of fighting this, Jeff, instead of playing a victim, be a willing sacrifice and walk this path with me. And in that moment, I got such a, I felt so much closer to the Savior. I mean, I, I embarrassed comparing my little thing to what Jesus went through. But, but that's right. why he did it. But that's yeah. why he did it. Right. Mm -hmm. So that we could. But, but we, my, in my little way, I was able to experience that unjust thing. And in so doing, it brought me closer to my Savior. And so I, I have had to be reminded of that because I've been in the news again uh, recently. And so some of these old controversies come up. And again, uh, another friend of mine, it's so interesting how we have these friends that are right. angels yeah. for us, right? Mm -hmm. Totally. He said, read Psalm 23. Uh, the Lord is my shepherd. And I'm like, well, I can, you know, I used to be in a choir. Yeah, I we heard recite the hymn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I did. I, you know, I took the quiet moment to be still like President Nelson's invited us to. And again, uh, I was reading, uh, obviously, yay, though I walked through the valley of the shadow of death, that felt like it could fit sometimes. <laughs> Uh, but uh, he leadeth me in green pastures. And again, I, the spirit spoke to me when I read that. And uh, I thought, this is the Lord is leading me on these experiences and they are going to be blessings for me. They are things that are grateful because this is where we get to know the Savior. We get to know the Savior, yes, by being kind and rendering service, and we get to know him on this deep, intimate level by having these trials and these experiences. Yeah, I love that. I mean, I love what you said about um, sometimes we pray so that we can mm -hmm. be more Christ-like, and mm -hmm. we don't always realize that the ways for that to happen mm -hmm. is kind of really sucky stuff or really bad things <laughs> and sometimes in our life. And mm -hmm. just <sighs> when we walk that I, I years ago, maybe one of my earliest spiritual experiences in seminary, I was reading the New Testament and for the first time. And uh, it was just again, it really hit me powerfully. I felt like I was there. Uh, it was just really vivid reading about it. I don't know if you've ever had those yeah. experiences oh, yeah. reading the scriptures. I wish I had it more, but um, I, it's my fault probably that I don't. But I remember again thinking, wow, wouldn't that be neat? 
when Jesus stumbles and someone else can lift that siren of the siren, he's the one that goes and picks up the cross when Jesus can't, they, the soldiers make him do it. Right. And I remember thinking, wow, if I could just be there and help him. And that's kind of what we, we get to do as we are willing to put ourselves out there and as we're willing to sacrifice. You know, some of us have rendered service when it hasn't been welcome, right? Or it's right. backfired. We try to help somebody that doesn't want our help. Or sharing the gospel uh, to communities mm-hmm. that are less than, you know, excited yeah, exactly, about it, exactly. Right? Exactly. And so when we can do that, what I learned through this is if I can put that on the altar and say, yes, this is part of my discipleship and not say, oh, this isn't fair. This is wrong. I should be blessed. Well, maybe I am being blessed. Uh when when I'm offering this, uh, a lot of people didn't like what Jesus heard either, right? A lot of uh, I was going to say that they killed him. <laughs> they for killed it. him yeah, for it, really right? Like it. And so sometimes we'll have those moments with Jesus, like he's you know everybody's cheering him on when he's riding into Jerusalem on the donkey, and then seven days later, so many people turn on him. So it, for your experience, because it feels mm-hmm. like that you know you had this change this mm-hmm. like this revelation you know and yeah and for individ for like when, when you have those moments it changes your life right mm-hmm. but it's hard to give that to someone else it is do you have any advice or like w- to help people who feel like either they're numb because of the trial right. or, or worse than numb mm-hmm. is there anything mm-hmm. that that you could invite them to do to try to to mm-hmm. find that peace that you found mm-hmm. You know, to to hear this talk, you know, if people aren't Christian, it can sound like, you know, you're willingly putting yourself in a situation to be victimized. And what I'm, mm-hmm. what I would say is this is almost the opposite, whereas a victim is, it, you're kind of stuck. As long as I'm in a victim place, I'm stuck. And what I found through my difficulties was if I could ask the Lord to consecrate that and take that and and take that as part of my discipleship, it was transformative. And instead of being this thing that kept me stuck, it was this thing that transformed me. So another way to think of it is, you know, when we're in those trials, we're on our knees and saying, Lord, help me. And I, we should do that. Right. And there is a kind of faith in that. But there's a deeper faith that says, I know you can get me through this, God. And yes, I want you to take this away. And we can't be blamed for that, right? Jesus said it too, right? right. That this cup should pass. But in that moment, if we can have the faith, not only like uh, exercise the faith to have us get out of that trial, but even exercise the faith through the trial, that's actually a deeper faith because that faith says no matter what, if this trial goes away or if it stays here, I will be okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. I will believe in you. I will believe. I will believe and I will exercise the faith as Elder Bednar said once to not be healed. But if that that is a deeper kind of faith and it's that faith that I think when we can do that and just ask that our afflictions be consecrated to our gain and and accept that as an opportunity to get closer to the Savior mm-hmm. who took on all our pains and suffering and who was misunderstood and who was uh, betrayed and, and who, who did suffer 
I've, you know, none of the rest of us is innocent, but Jesus was the right. one. He's the right. one that didn't deserve it. All the rest of us could probably point. Yeah, to exactly. that we had it coming. Right? Maybe had it coming. <laughs> yeah. So I would say what I learned was I just wanted to take that moment and move past it, and that's what made me numb. Right? Just forget about it and avoid it. But if I kind of leaned into it and said, okay. This is an opportunity for me to become more Christ-like. Yeah. This is an opportunity to get to know him on a deeper level. And I just really feel like that's the incredible gift I got through this was I feel like I know the Savior's heart a little better. So that's what I would yeah. advise is take that opportunity to say, okay, I'm going to get to get a deeper fellowship with my Savior through this. Like just because the path of discipleship is hard doesn't mean it's not worth worth it. Uh huh. You know, it might be really worth it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It might be. You know, another metaphor that's been coming to me a lot is the uh, the pearl of great price. There's this vacant, fallow field. I imagine it's got trash in it. There's weeds. There's all this stuff. The man finds this pearl of great price. Nobody else knows. And once you've been through trials. You have that pearl of great price. People can look at your life and go, oh, I don't want, I wouldn't want that, right? Forget that. But the person that's been through that, that's had their trials transform them and bring them closer to they know Jesus, what they, have. they know what they have. Yeah. Everybody else sees that worthless field. They're like, no, I have this beautiful pearl and I got what I was looking they for. Hold I it got close. It. They want it and they want to keep it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I think more than ever, um, people need messages like this mm -hmm. to remember because like we know it's hard yeah but thanks so much D sorry this is i'm just <laughs> kind of going through everything you said and i'm just like yep that. <laughs> processing it and yeah. and yeah. it doesn't mean that when we see when we're going through a trial we it doesn't necessarily mean that having faith in christ and relying on him just means that you know, we know everything's going to be <laughs> no. totally fine. And we're <laughs> completely positive about it. And mm -hmm. But acknowledging that Christ can carry us through it, mm -hmm. acknowledging that this is really hard. What can I learn from this? Mm -hmm. And how can Christ carry me? I talk to it? a lot of people who say, I, I don't know how I fit in the plan. I don't know if this cookie cutter thing, if I can fit in it. What I want to testify to is, we walk that path of discipleship. We are on the plan. And some people who think they fit in the plan might be too, too complacent about that. The plan is to walk by faith day by day when we don't see how it's going to work out. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you thank so you. much. Yeah. Thank you so much for talking with us You're today. Welcome. Really. Thank you so much for watching, guys. And thank you, Jeff, for coming on, taking the time to share this message with us. If you guys want to know more about what he's doing, um, he works with the, the organization North Star. Mm -hmm. Our and website is www.northstarlds.org. Perfect. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so you can check him out there or on social media, mm -hmm. like Twitter and stuff. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for taking the time. And we hope that you guys comment on our videos. If you have any like thoughts, feelings about what we shared, please like. Hit the subscribe button, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.